Scotty changes his tune, a handy life hack and an out-of-touch public servant. Yeah, welcome back to another day of news coming to you from the heart of the Channel Country. It's your Daily Batuta for Tuesday the 24th of August. I'm Will Hussey and I've got Errol Parker here to help me bring you all of the biggest stories from the Batuta Advocate today. We're going to start off with some political news and the Prime Minister, who said getting jabbed wasn't a race, has now told the nation we can't stay in this cave forever. Yes, another zinger here from Clancy. Speaking to reporters in Canberra yesterday, Scotty explained that, quote, we need to move forward and lockdowns don't work forever. Of course, these comments come a couple of months after he tried to tell the nation getting vaccinated was not a race because he and his government hadn't organised enough jabs for the nation's arms. However, Morrison's now displaying a sense of urgency he hasn't shown previously, urging the states to commit to opening things up just in time for him to call an election. Yes, might have to push that election into 2022, I reckon. Now, we've got another story from down there in Sydney. And a man has done his mental health a favour by throwing his TV off the balcony before these clowns come on to lie to him for 45 minutes. And those clowns being Gladys Berejiklian and John Barilaro, of course. Yes, and don't forget the uh, the invisible man in all of this, Dominic Perrottet. But fed up with his base level of anxiety that's largely consumed his life for the past 18 months, Glenn Clark has taken a novel approach to the morning press conference. Rather than tuning in and listening to the gibberish, lies and deflection and flat-out ignorance of questions, the lockdown city man decided to throw his television from his 11th-storey balcony to give himself a bit of a break. And apparently that throw landed on a public servant's car and it was being driven by some parking inspectors. So, If only it landed on a public servant, Wendell. Would have been the perfect story, hey, Errol. Speaking of public servants, we do have a story about one of them. A public servant who suggested grey nomads can pick fruit has obviously never met a grey nomad. Yes, we sure love our public servants here in Batuta. One of the stranger stories, though, to come out of the recent news cycle, an older, bead-wearing public servant has suggested that people of her age and sense of entitlement could do the back-breaking work of a fruit picker. She explained to us that the lack of international travellers to force into low-paying manual work meant that her department was now calling on old, retired and largely entitled boomers to lend a hand to struggling primary producers. And that call has not been received very well. No, lots of people didn't think it was a good one, including Waldo Ryan of uh, Ryan Citrus out there on the River Road near the bypass turn-off to Windora. Anyway, he said to us, Mate, grey nomads don't even pay for their own toilet paper. You think they're going to fucking pick fruit in the blazing sun for seven days an hour? Probably not, Waldo. And our quote of the day is from Sri Lankan Wildlife Protection Minister Wimalira Disinyanka, who said this about some new regulations that have been introduced in the country. The person who owns or has the custody of such elephants shall ensure that the mahout, which is the rider, is not consuming any liquor or any harmful drug while employed, he said. So they're banning drink driving on elephants, apparently. Well, mate, if only they had the same rule down there at the South Batuta RSL, because let me tell you, there's a lot of elephants drink driving home from that place each night. Yeah, Errol, they do certainly do things differently down there, but quite a curious rule they've brought in in Sri Lanka. Anyway, that's all we've got for you today. We hope you have a good day, and we look forward to having you company again soon. Go well. Stay off the beach and wash your hands.